and welcome to the Wonky Gamer Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1, which means I don't have to come up with a, which episode it's meant to be. Um, I'm Steph, and we have Mr. Simon Spindles, the man himself. Hello. We have Rame. Hello. We have Monsieur Le Fergos. Pull your pants up. And we have Ted Rick. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been a while. Um, we are coming to you from our homes, probably to your homes, in these terrible, terrible times. Um, so I hope everyone's good and staying inside and playing many, many games. Oh yeah. No, I still have to go to work. Oh, I actually got quite bad now. Which is very disappointing. And I'm how keeping... many zombies have you had to kill so far? Uh Carry the four eighty five. Shit, unlucky. Duh. Yeah. Holy macro. What were they? Customers? Um no, just people I found walking the streets. <laughs> Not like zombies, because it's it's all zombies out there now, isn't it? Yeah, that's what's yeah, going on. That, that's what happened, isn't it? That's why we what? all have to stay indoors. What episode are we in? Oh episode, episode- seven. Yeah, episode seven. Uh, that was uh, Shark Girl Nados, I thought. Shark Girl Nados? Yeah. Yeah, as in what was most likely going to turn up this month. Was it going to be killer bees or, you know, oh, aliens shark girls. meteorites? Well, I thought it was kind of presence turning into Godzilla month this month, or Oh, cool. Nice. Something cool, anyway. But nothing it destroys Tokyo massive. first. <laughs> yeah, nothing says collateral After damage. After turning into like a 500-foot lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Still funny. Anyway, so weird that all movies end with that. Back to the plot. <laughs> yeah. There's plot. Apparently. <laughs> of course, the plot. So we have returned from the Ather of Space, like pigeons flying, blocking in the summer to poo someone's house. <laughs> okay. So, what games has everyone been playing? Or... Very good question. Yeah. Who wants to start? Rabbi, you start. Okay. That was a bad question because everyone will just be quiet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So, what what have I been playing? Um, most recently, because that's easiest to remember, loads of No Man's Sky. Oh, you're back on that. Well, I never actually got to play it because I didn't own a PS4 at the time and I was desperate to play it. So I did nip round to Steph's and we we did play a, a few hours worth. Yeah, we did. I think we did like, I think we did like four hours. Yeah, like yeah. So is, is, this, is this the VR version or just the mech no, update? this was the original when it came out. Um, oh, right, okay. <laughs> And as I say, we played four hours and got a, a feel of most of what at the time the game was, but it just got released on Games Pass for Xbox, um, which is just brilliant because so many games you get to try for free and, and play for ages. It's an awesome service. Um, but yeah, No Man's Sky came on and it's had all the last update, I think, was the beyond update which now it's yeah, player missions all kinds of stuff it's awesome lots of fun 
And you, you, sweet. It's also cross play. I found out. So oh, really? the, uh, yes, it is now. You all have it on. You could all play with me with, on it on the Xbox at some point. I don't you get Ferg playing. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how Ferg feels about No Man's Sky several years later, but As probably still happens, quite beat off. I have recently played it again. Oh, I'm going to put my and, hands up because you know what? I've been wrong about things in the past, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to reinstall the game and I'm going to try it again. You know, just try and put my previous issues behind me. <clears throat> How'd that work out for you? Fucking miserably as it just repeated the same thing over and over again. Oh, yeah. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're playing you're it wrong. That game, that piece of shit game. Do you really want me? Do you really want to start that run? <laughs> Bring it, bitch. <laughs> you could always try Star Citizen. <laughs> I went straight for Subnautica below zero, and that has sent absolute chills up my spine. Even though it's in early access, pun intended, it, it already does everything I want from one of those kind of exploration games, and delivers it in early access. I mean, if, if Subnautica's like the original ones, VR wasn't already to die for. Sorry, I'm just, this I can't wait to see how they're going to finish this off. It's, oh, just yeah, it's brilliant. Well, I have to say, in, in complete contrast to uh, to Ferg's opinion of No Man's Sky, I also went back and replayed it again recently with all the updates. So hey. with the Mac update, Beyond, and the VR version. Oh, oh nice. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I get to fly around in space with a soundtrack from my favourite band still. And not only that, I get to do it in first person now, in VR. Sweet. Oh. I mean, I'll give them one thing. They certainly have been trying to get back uh, public opinion. And very similar to another game I've been playing, actually, if we want to segue into something else. Um, <laughs> very similar to Final Fantasy fourteen, ironically. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have played No Man's Sky a little bit as well about, was it nine months ago? Someone, someone I was living with was trying to convince right. me to play it. Um, I actually think it's better you. than it was on release. You're not already convinced. I mean, it's it is what it is. I would say it's a game that really, if you want to chill and look at some things, scan some things, fly <laughs> in your ship, and do like a little kind of story that's a bit mysterious, it's good for that. I mean, it's kind of a little bit Minecrafty. It's kind of... I mean, I'm, I am still impressed with the atmospheric flight stuff. I, that, the, the main reason I even got the game was because I wanted to see how they did it, and that, that is still quite impressive. I like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I, I kind of put it there alongside Elite Dangerous with that. It, it's exactly the same thing. It's, you know, you fly around in space, you do whatever you want, you occasionally land on planets, drive around in buggies. They're going to be releasing a get out and walk outside 
expansion soon as well now they've done fleet carriers so yeah i guess i kind of i I like the flying around in space doing very little especially in vr yeah 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 well do you know what i used to do i used to play elite listening to uh some of the old school star wars audiobooks and i was just in star wars delivering (laughs) fuel or whatever i was doing passengers Uh, i'll tell you what i will totally submit if you can tell me you've seen a sandworm yet. <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> anyone found June yet? Yeah, anyone found no. it? No sign of Arrakis yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe yeah. he cited it, the developer, as like, you know, one of his influences and he hasn't snuck in Arrakis. Well, that's the thing is that the, the, the planets are all, they all have procedurally generated random names until someone finds it and then renames it. So undoubtedly there will be at least 10 Arrakises out there. <laughs> out, out of a trillion star systems. Or... Yeah, you know, and well, yeah, the, the, there potentially are hundreds of thousands of Arrakis out there that people have landed on and landed on a completely inappropriate planet that's like green with purple seas and just called it Arrakis. But I, I heard recently that all this good naming you're doing, it then just changes and it doesn't stay named as you've named it. And it, it, it I, was don't kind know, of I don't know whether fault. it's all persistent or whether it's just in your game. Uh, That's the thing. But my, my mate had spent hours and hours actually naming a planet and giving it sort of a whole 40K kind of feel and named mm. each species with like letters and done it really detailed. He went to a couple of space stations, came back, all his names were reverted back to what they were. That sucks. Yeah. I, mean, I would let to believe when it came out, it was everyone can... When you name a planet, it goes onto like a global list, mm, but you don't see thought. other people. It would be like turning up at work and signing the sign-in sheet. You haven't seen every player, yeah. but you know that they've been there. Yeah. So, hang on a minute. Are you telling me that? Yeah, but this was on his local play. game. Yeah, I I don't understand why he's done that. Yeah. To be honest, I've not played. That's one game I haven't played. Um, because it just hasn't grabbed me yet. I played a lot of um, Eve, so once you've played Eve, you're a little bit wary of other yeah, space games. that'll ruin anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I, I rage quit Eve after about maybe a week. I was... I think wow. I was playing it for about six months. thing is, I, I now do a lot of coding, so looking at spreadsheets and basically pretend coding in Eve... Uh, well, there aren't, there aren't actually spreadsheets in Eve. You have to start your own spreadsheet system so that you can divvy up the mining take. Yeah, I mean, I, I've it always becomes like work. I've I've always wanted to get into Eve because conceptually, and what happens in Eve, like as a community, is fascinating and such an interesting like social experiment. But fucking hell, like you have to spend some time. I learned everything I needed from the wiki page. I got as far as having an orca, which is a pretty large mining ship. Whale. Yeah. It's just, it's basically a space whale for mining. I just got, 
are absolutely sick of people gate camping yeah. and blowing you up just because they could. That was- Not because you had anything worth stealing or anything. You could have been in the <laughs> littlest piece of shit thing flying around the solar system, and yet somebody will go, oh, there's a person, kill them. Well, that's the problem with the Orca, because it gets used as a either a mining ship or a bulk, tra- uh, bulk transport, but it's fucking slow. Mm. So you come out of a gate and you instantly get shot with yeah. uh, the stasis web thing. But there is a sneaky way of getting it out of it. You have to start spooling your FTL drives as soon as you come through. And then yeah, you see, that's, it gets that's, you going slightly quicker. Yeah, that's just no. Yeah, yeah but by, by that point, I'd said, fuck this shit yeah. and left. The other way to do it is to have a guild who've got fighter craft and you just be their hauler. Yeah, you see, and that touches on the other thing. People. I don't like other players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the worst part about it, is <laughs> But, uh, yeah, speaking of games that feel like another complete job, Steph, you were saying about FF14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm furloughed, so I do need another job. So um, I did World of Warcraft for a bit, which was okay-ish. Uh, Sorry, got what? Really boring. Uh, I played World of Warcraft for a little bit. Which got a bit boring after a while. I like grinded allied races, which is very exciting because that's you get... why it was boring. Yay! No, like, I, for the win. Well, I yeah. I got bored after that because I did that. Oh no! Well, the allied races are for both sides, so they're like you get an extra race. For oh yeah, the the mercenary races. So I got all the horde you races. Team up with like reputation grinding, but it was I actually kind of enjoyed that, which is sad. No, it's uh, not. But then I got bored because I didn't know what else to do. But then I played Final Fantasy fourteen about a few days ago, and I, I've got to level Ooh. ten, and it's it's awesome. It has story. Nice. I'd love to play that. I have heard a rumor that it may be coming to Xbox One in the future. Is it on it? No, not yet. No, at the moment it's just PS4 and PC. Ah, uh, PS4 Master Race, <laughs> PC Master <laughs> yep. Race. <laughs> and Mac you can play it on oh, Mac really? if you really want to <laughs> wow <laughs> they put Just... it on Mac before Xbox Just... <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Totes. <laughs> fucking hell Christ. sort it out oh, it's because it's Japanese isn't it no one plays Xbox in Japan I no. think yeah true but yes it's awesome and yeah it, it. but it does get a lot of grind the story's fantastic but then you get to the point where you've gotten through the story and then you have to really get involved in the grind to get your character up to anywhere near max level honestly I, I've spent pretty much a year grinding all of the crafting and gathering classes to get them up to max it's a long slog yikes wow yeah i used to do that a lot with warcraft but then once you've done that you can just make all the shinies yeah. and sell them for millions <laughs> which is what i do <laughs> and yeah, when I mean, you've got the millions crafting becomes very easy because you just buy your materials indeed Instead speaking of, of warcraft the the new uh, expansion actually looks quite good what is the next expansion? Shadowlands or something like that. That's it. Yeah. You basically go to like uh, the what's, what is Shadowlands? It's kind of yeah. like where people go when they die. So you go there. Uh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's movies. not the Emerald Dream. It's the other one. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't really understand World of Warcraft lore, even though I've 
played it quite a lot because there's, there's a place called the Emerald Dream, which is a metaphysical existence plane um, that the dragons just go on about a lot. It's kind of where all of the elven stuff comes from, I think. It's been a while since I played it, so I've forgotten most of the stuff I knew. I just couldn't even conceive of introducing another MMO into my existence. <laughs> How many are you playing currently? I'm, I'm, um, well, as I'm still playing FF14. I'm also playing uh, Star Trek Online still. Which is surprisingly um, good, Star Trek Online, actually. I, I've always loved Star Trek Online. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a great game because I, I love the mix of ship and ground combat. Nice. What rank Star- are you? It's awesome. Well. Um, oh, I've, I've, yeah, I've been like the fleet admiral for a bloody long time now. So, oh, yeah, nice. Maxed out. I've got like f- three maxed out characters there on all the different kind of specializations. So engineer, tactical, and science. So if it's all maxed out, MMO? is there stuff still to do? Yes. So the end game is around uh, getting the kind of really cool stuff for your ships. So it's getting the the T6 ships and then crafting the really good kind of weapons and consoles to go in the ships. Nice. So you have kind of daily missions and things that you do and roulettes to collect like energy credits and dilithium crystals that you then swap and use for crafting to then make your bits. (laughs) Get any pressure you like crafting? I kind of do. It, it, it's kind of soothing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, because because what what I what I do for a living is pretty kind of mentally intensive. This is like crafting is like chewing gum for the mind. <laughs> you see, I'm sort of getting like that because I suddenly got into MMOs, and I mean, I'm still doing like coding four days a week, and it it uh, sorry five days a week for about four hours, and it lags my head and then you sit and you know you chill out in a little mmo and you do bit here and a bit there yep. it's exactly that's nice. again that's why i love elite dangerous so much because i mainly do that for exploration so i literally get in my ship get a mission that takes me like right past the center of the the, the galaxy and it's, it's like something like 500 jumps there and 500 back and then it's literally jump refuel at sun transport around the sun jump and you just repeat that 500 times and it might sound like it's dull as fuck but it's really good i can get away with that because every now and then you'll stop and you'll scan the system and you'll find like a a habitable planet or a terraformable planet and you're going to land them in pootle around on your in in your uh dune buggy so it's great nice by the way has anyone seen all the white wolf stuff like the computer games that they're no. Uh, I mean, I've, I've played the shit out of Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines. Oh, yeah. that's a classic. And Bloodlines 2 is coming now. Which one was the one that had the run-your-own-GM session with it? That was that was the, the first one, yeah, so that right. was... Uh, was the, uh, yeah, it came with... Was it Redemption? Redemption. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Redemption. That was the one that had the GM mode. Yeah, that was quite cool. I really liked that story, because you started in the past, and then you... Eventually ended up in the the current yeah. day. Yeah, it was good, and it kind because of, it kind of gave you the original versions of the clans, and then the modern day Camarilla versions of them. So yeah, it was kind of cool. And guaranteed, I just played a Brewheart ever again. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you know, you, you you play Bloodlines, and literally the only thing that's worth playing is a Malkavian. Yep. Yes. Amen. Oh yes. <laughs> 
What was so wrong it's with all the awesome. others? It's not that there was anything wrong with it. It's just playing a Malkavian was fantastic because it had really random things that only happened if you played a Malkavian, oh, like nice. the TV, the TV talking to you <laughs> individually. But and, and you would walk up the street and there was a stop sign and you would literally stop and then you zoom in on the sign and it would just have like three dots at the, <laughs> and you just stop at the stop sign and then carry on. It was just so much random oh shit like that, that only happened if you were a Malkavian. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and and the new one um, has got the guy. The I think the guy who was I don't know if he was lead writer or some kind of director on the original. He's he's back, so I think it has a lot of the team from like mm. the original Bloodlines. Yeah, I mean the the, un, the other one that was worth playing was Nosferatu because that really changed the way you had to play the game uh, yeah. because as Nosferatu, you had to sneak around and not be seen by humans. So you had to like use sewer entrances and stuff like that. So it completely changed the gameplay. Nice. And there's, I mean, Don't they're move. releasing a lot of stuff because they're going to be releasing, so you've got Bloodlines 2. There's a kind of role-playing uh, games all coming out on uh, PC called Swan Song, which seems where you play three different characters, oh. and it's kind of a role playing game. Um, there's another one called Coteries of New York, I think, which is already out, which I played, which is more a visual novel, and they've got a spin off comic coming. Uh, there's the Werewolf game, where they released a trailer this week. Oh, right. That's interesting. I might be interested in that. The only thing with that is you can't choose your clan. You're kind of forced into being this kind of old chap with a beard who's a certain clan. Um, I can't grow a beard, so, you know, I, I, I won't feel like I'm, I'm that guy, you know. <laughs> is, is that a prerequisite that you actually have to kind of inhabit the character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 33 still can't grow a beard. Well, 32, 33 next week. Yeah, one day I'll have a beard. I guess. <laughs> you could, so what else people been playing? You could oh. get one of those Santa beards. Yeah, I yeah. Or, or, or a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel. Yeah, grab a squirrel, stick it on your chin, just feed it nuts. Uh, as it happens, I've actually been playing quite a bit. Uh, I never thought that being a pandemic would be so game lucrative i've been playing everything from sunset overdrive recall uh strange brigade god damn that's been fun uh that's a great game i played that at egx a couple of years ago oh god i love it it's great it's like nine, 1920s pulp adventure it takes all the best things from vermintide to to you know the um Carp in bullet storm uh, it takes all of the best bits from uh, the Left 4 Dead series. Yeah, and oh, wow. Blowing engine and then co-op the fuck out of it. Yeah, and so it's like four-player co-op, 20s pulp adventure with zombies. Oh, nice. It's all money. That sounds proper awesome. Around, uh, and the, 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 uh, as per usual, Rebellion have just painted a truly gorgeous picture it, yeah. it, every scene is as gorgeous as you'd expect from anything you know from the team that brought you like snake pro elite four 
I, I love the the kind of voiceovers in that game. So they have the kind of radio announcer voiceovers <laughs> telling you what's going on and how he hates cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, uh, Strange Brigade. I've also hit in Titanfall 2, uh, Bulletstorm, uh, which I was actually quite surprised at. I actually really enjoyed it. Bulletstorm uh, is a, it's a fun game to play. Yes, totally. Remove your brain, put it to one side, just murder the fuck out of everything. Yep. That, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just going to boot you into a giant cactus. Splash! It everything is red. It's yes. Set it to normal. You will still mm, the horror. The horror. <laughs> um, see, I've only been playing kind of RPG type games. I mean, there's there's obviously Final Fantasy 14, but I've been playing Dragon Age Origins again, Dragon Age Two. Divinity Original Sin 2, Neverwinter Nights 2, uh, Persona 4 Golden, which has come out on PC. Nice. That was a lot of fun. And For the King. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever played For the King, but it's like a three-player game where you kind of start out on this map and you choose your adventurer and you go around and you kind of like, it's like you have turn-based battles together where you kill things and you can get loot and stuff and you kind of level up in this little realm and you, it's it's kind of cool. It's quite like a kind of... Because oh, that's sort of f- another one free on Games Pass, so I might check that out. It's worth, definitely, especially if you can find a couple of people to play with. I mean, Games Pass is really cool, actually, because I've, I've, I don't have it at the moment, but I've had the PC one, and the stuff on there is really good. Yeah, no, I found the a PC one should be the same equivalent to the Xbox One. Yeah. It's the, it's the same package, just on a different platform. And there's some good stuff on there. Like, they're not messing around. I just wish my computer was a bit better so I could have the benefits of the PC titles as well as the uh, Xbox One ones, because there are some differences, I've noticed. Who are there? Yeah, yeah. You can play Fallout 76 for free. Oh, nice. Oh, dear. That game was... I've just been kind of collecting the free games that people have been offering throughout. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like GTA Five and stuff yeah, with Epic G- and things like that. Yeah. So. I've got I've loaded tons of stuff from Epic. Um, yeah. The other thing I got in the Epic Store was Man Eater, which is right up my street. Is basically. that the shark game? It's the shark game. It's <coughs> sorry, it's very reminiscent of Jaws Unleashed on the PS2. Um, nice. So it's it's a very similar feel, but they've done it in a in a very RPG kind of way, because you have to level up um, through five different, effectively, stages. Um, And there's crap to pick up. And there's, effectively, there's different armor sets as well. There's four different (laughs) body (laughs) mutations you can have. So shark RPG. Yeah, it's a a shark PG. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But, um... That was a lot of fun, and I belted through that very quickly. Um, <laughs> I need to go back and play it again because it was 
it's got a really funny storyline as well because you start off as a shark and then you get caught and the the fisherman goes to cut you open finds a baby shark in there that bites his hand off and escapes uh, and you become that shark right. so you, it's a story of revenge it's your revenge on that guy for killing your mother yeah. it's his revenge on you for taking his hand <laughs> So it just becomes a pitched battle against this epic battle, idiot. Nice, um, but it's, it's say, well put together. Yeah, speaking of, uh, of revenge stories with uh, two sides of people uh, enacting revenge upon each other, I spent a week playing Last of Us Part Two. What did you right. think of it? I, I really quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a great game. It's it's very bleak. <laughs> I'll give it that. Yeah. that. That seems to be a growing trend in games at the moment, especially when it comes yeah. to hot, like solid narrative. It's yeah, it, it's a difficult one because it, it puts you in the position of, of, of the two characters who are essentially chasing each other down throughout the game and murdering their way through each other's friends to get to them. And so wow. it, it's a bit weird when you kind of you, you go through, you murder a load of people to get to them, and then it jumps back in time and shows everything from the other person's perspective. Oh, cool. But bleak. So it's, it, it is very, very bleak, and it's all, it, it is all about basically the pointlessness of revenge. I, I, I'd like to give it a go. I mean, I, I have had this. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I have had the story room for me because there were leaks and that kind of thing, and people got very upset about it. I mean, I, I played the mm. first one of it. Um, but um, I, I've got the impression that it's a game you need to just sit down and play, really, and kind of ignore a lot of the noise because people got very emotionally invested in the first game and things happen that yeah. sort of have had an impact. It's part of the argument for getting it on the day of release, of release though, isn't it? Well, I think, yeah, what, what happened was there was this major leak that just kind yeah, of you- <laughs> painted the game in a certain light and then people got very upset and... That's the unfortunate side effect of social media. Well, yeah, and you've got the usual culture war stuff, which has just got quite tiring by this point in life. You just think, let's just just play a game, you know, just play it. You don't need to to get too upset about it. Developers can make Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I read an article on the BBC the other day that people are sending death threats to the game's developers now over it. Yeah. Really? It's a game. Indeed, but you know, it, it, we're living in an era where people will just be butt hurt about whatever they want to be butt hurt about, and shout and scream about it. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. I think I think that's one of the negative things with the internet. I think is, I mean, especially during this time, I think people are locked inside and they they need some mm. someone or something to lash out on. So sometimes, I mean, it's why I don't use Twitter. To be fair, because Twitter is a, appears to be a great place to. Um, Unload your feelings on people, and indeed, you know, I, think I, I said this on on Facebook the other day. It's like you know, I've spent most of my life building the internet and contributing to it, so I'd like to apologise on behalf of uh, myself and other developers on giving these assholes voices. <laughs> <laughs> How true! Yeah. Well, you know, and it has—it's been a bit of a ropey time online because one of the biggest, uh, well, kind of streamers, one of the original streamers actually I from what I understand he was there back in the day I didn't follow him much personally but um a guy called Wreckful who was a very famous World of Warcraft player 
actually committed suicide recently and he um you know i think i, I think he'd said a couple of things on twitter and people were memeing on him and kind of calling him crazy and all this kind of stuff i don't, I don't think that's why he killed himself to be fair but um i don't think it probably helped no. um the guy and well, yeah people are in which case sh- I, i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna be so bold as to strongly recommend then that if you found like games like the last of us kind of tough going don't play games like frost punk <laughs> um, yeah on, what, what else would be a, don't go watching films like the road uh it's not it's not good um seriously if you, if you want to lighten up your day just pick a game that isn't about the end of the world Seven days to die if you really must, because at least there's zombies in it. But come on. Yeah, you know, not watching like the Book of Eli and expecting a happy-go-lucky movie. Right? Yeah. Come on, guys. Lick the page before you read it. So, uh, Don't play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> the remake. Either, you know, it's going to... Well, actually, I haven't finished the remake. I don't know what happens at the end. I haven't finished it. I'm I'm about probably a third of the way through, I reckon. I'm but the then same, the last has arrived and that kind of dragged me away. Yeah, but that, I, that's literally like a, a tiny part of the game, though. <laughs> and it's, what, no, they, maybe yeah. years before they release more of it? Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I think, I, I feel like, I've heard this a lot. Oh, it's only like, it's only like... 10% of the original game which is sort of true but what they've done with it is beautiful they've they've kind of added so much more like story around the characters and it's actually good which is Don't get is me wrong I'm totally jealous and I'd love to play it myself but yeah I I, I think I'd get to the end and then be massively devastated that I've now got years and years to wait before I can play more I'll tell you what, there's a solution and also something that'll make you more depressed, which is the the rumor Careful, is think of the audience. <laughs> I know, shit. Um apparently they're thinking of releasing <laughs> Apparently they're thinking of <laughs> They're thinking of releasing episodes more frequently, but they're gonna be shorter. And that's a little bit I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think I'd rather wait rather than yeah, have it probably. Actually, speak, speaking of something that uh, you, you don't, uh, it's an, it, there's an awful an awful lot of emphasis that's turned up in games at the moment, so that you can customize your characters and whatnot. And one of the boldest moves uh, was, in my opinion, from XCOM Chimera Squad earlier on this year. Because it's the first time that you've essentially been given your squad. That's it. That's your squad. That that's all their skills. That's what they're gonna do. No new soldiers. No. That's sort of the point. Is there any base building? Yes. Oh. Kinda. It uh-huh. doesn't work the original way. It's all right. very more story centric but it's it introduces brand new concepts to the XCOM uh, turn based game for instance breaching mode before you even enter the room 
you enter breach, which means that you can actually choose which character is going through from which entrance. Assuming oh, nice. you point, you can actually have your uh, snake man crawl through the vents or have them um, have your hacker go through the door and somebody else roll in behind with a stun grenade. Really useful. Just like that. One of your gremlins can go out and scan the room, giving you a, um, a bonus to hitting any target in the room for the rest of the encounter. That kind of thing. And it becomes very much its own uh, mechanic because some of these abilities only use once throughout your entire encounter, the, the entire mission. So you've got to measure up what you want and where. Um, that is, uh, and then you come to the turn-to-turn basis. Once you've executed your breach, you enter your classic XCOM uh, mode where you are essentially, each of your characters comes with their own moves. You will find more psychers with varying different psychic abilities, uh, like teleportation, bouncing around, slapping people from a distance, taking over people's minds. It's all there and a little bit extra. Uh, weapon modification still there. Uh, yeah, take it from there. Awesome. Quick it's question. When is it set? Wait, it has actually set a date, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. But, yes, they have actually set a date for this particular point in the future. And now I'm just trying to find out when it's set. Uh, so it's after XCOM 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's after yeah. War of the Chosen. Um, right. XCOM. Uh, mm. That reminds me of a thing I spent ages preparing that we never got around to doing, which was making the squad be all of you guys. <laughs> and then we were going to do yeah. a let's play with you lot on, uh, online as audio. So when I send you into combat and you all died miserably, you could all scream. We, we should totally do that still. <laughs> Definitely. See, I okay. have I, I have made all of you guys actually in... Uh, XCOM 2 and 1 before, actually. Am I always running point by any chance? Well, to, to be honest, I just cheated. I didn't want anyone to die, so I kept saving. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it would be it'd be great just to get everyone on a call and then just to everyone provide voiceovers in real-time <laughs> narrative. All around me, like man. All around me. <laughs> Robbie, stop wetting yourself. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> It's so scary. What, what the fuck is, is that? What is that? That's they mostly quiet. come out at night. Mostly. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. That would be a lot of fun. Yes, we Why should we definitely do that. Fucking ballistic rifles. They've got plasma. <laughs> <clears throat> Who has Sorry. seen the cyberpunk uh, stuff as of late? Not recently. You mean the fact that it hasn't arrived on my computer yet? Yeah. There's that too. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it is happening. I keep seeing adverts. It's on Steam at the moment to pre-purchase, which means it's not ready yet and that's not fair. Don't tell me I can part with my money before the game is finished. I'm not doing that again because <laughs> yeah, I'm really? no man's sky. I kick-started the, the System Shock remake four years oh, ago. Yikes. It still hasn't arrived. God damn. 
Yeah. You just, you just I, want I've to heard, though, that there have been slight changes. You can now customize your genitalia, but you can't do parkour. Well, that's, that's a weird trade off. <laughs> that's what I figured. It's better than all the fucking neck tattoos on the division. Fuck me. How many neck tattoos? Why? What is this Tom Clancy's the division? Yeah, literally. There's like two customization oh. options for most of it, but neck tattoos, fucking hundreds. That's just weird. So, yeah, okay. So I can't run at walls, but I can tattoo my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> what bearing does that have to the story at all? <laughs> I think they call you, oh, look, there's that guy with a tattooed cock. <laughs> I still don't know what they did to deserve all that hacking to begin with. <laughs> when the game came out originally, it was hacked to death. Going into the dark zone, you just simply didn't do because you knew you'd see another teleporting player around. And you just got, yeah, there goes my kit. I haven't died yet. <laughs> but again, that's another game where they stuck at it and and fixed the problems. They did. By which time it was clearly too late because I tried to get back into it and I realised there's one thing about that game that annoyed the bleeding piss out of me, that when you take a submachine gun, run right up into somebody's stunned face and unload a, like the entire magazine into it, they die or you're playing the division and need to reload. It's the neck tattoos. <laughs> They had armor bonuses. <laughs> no, no. They just bounce off how awful they are. So has no one seen the trailers and stuff? And the... I've actually been not wanting to watch anymore because I'm that excited for it. I just want to be surprised. Yeah, likewise. I mean, I've seen some of the the gameplay trailers, and I yeah, I, I literally just want it now. Yeah. So, yeah. watching more stuff about it, I, I, I don't particularly want to. I just want to play the damn thing. Yeah. Whereas I've avoided all, like I've just avoided it completely. I will wait until it comes out and then play the shit out of it. Most likely, play yep. the crap out of it. Yep. So I won't I mean, have everything spoiled. <laughs> right. Well, I'm not going to comment on it then. I guess <laughs> no one wants to know. But <laughs> I, I, well, I do want to know. That's the thing. I'm just lazy. Well, I can I can not spoil it ish. I mean they, they've got they've got like is it three? You start as either three things: a corpo, a nomad, where you're kind of outside the city, like Ooh. trying to get in, uh, or a street kid, and uh, they all have kind of different starts, but you kind of end up kind of in the same place, I guess, about half an hour into the game. Um, On the magic carpet with a princess showing of the exactly. world. That, exactly. <laughs> and they, it, it does, it, I mean, from, from what I've seen and heard, it looks really cool. I think, I think it's going to be quite overwhelming though. A lot of people that have played it have said that, um, that it doesn't slow down and it, you don't really get to catch your breath in the like the four hours that they've played. So I think it's pretty full on, very story wow. focused and very kind of like on it. But uh, uh, apparently there's no loading screens wherever you go. Um, 
I have no idea how they've done mm. that. Um, and it's, it's yeah. <laughs> um, and I think the customization is meant to be pretty damn good as well. It's Which a is failure. Yeah, but you wonder what will happen because if you give yourself like a massive slung, maybe there'll be like scenes where like, you know, maybe it's too massive or, you know, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm wondering what story elements they'll tie in to like things like your cool. genitalia or like, you know, you know. Skeptical people might start thinking that the reason why it's been delayed is so that it'll be ready for the next gen consoles. Or maybe there's a particular piece of dialogue where it turns out, no, we were, it was no problem tracking him. He's clearly taking his pants off. He leaves three trails. Just follow the guy with three legs. <laughs> well, I mean, two I've, legs I've, and a tail. <laughs> I mean... I mean, they're gonna. Ha- I, I'm sure they're gonna troll troll people that make super massive slungs just because. How insecure are they? Exactly. I mean, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to bring it up and take the piss somehow, right? If someone makes like the biggest slung ever, you know, there's, there's got to be some kind of like. Uh, you know, It'll be a meme within five seconds of it being launched. Okay. Yeah, maybe they've, they've, they've implemented the, uh, the the new gameplay feature from The Last of Us Two, which allows you to like throw ropes over girders and pull yourself up on them. Yeah, you could be like Indiana Jones, but instead of a whip, yeah. you use your and really, like a fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> John oh McClane, your way down buildings. Yeah. I wonder whether you can augment them. I was going to say that there's bound to be a Swiss Army penis. <laughs> Or you could start peeing acid into people's faces or something. <laughs> did we just enter Joker territory here or, or, or did what? <laughs> no spoilers for that. I've still got to watch it. This is good. I will say that. Good. That's a uh, nice what? change from DC. Yeah. I liked Gotham. That was good. If you watch Gotham. No, I refuse to watch it because it's a thinly veiled Batman show without Batman. (laughs) I mean, Batman's in it. He's just an annoying little kid. Not really Batman, though. It's not. It's so good, though. It's really good. Like, if, if, if you want your dark Batman and you're not getting it from the movies, then, you know... Gotham's good. Continue to look on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Stories. <laughs> because the Batman you're looking for. Yeah. No, it it, it doesn't happen. Uh, but don't worry, if you want a dark Batman, you've got Cedric Diggory coming as Batman soon. Hooray! Oosh. Or Twilight oh, Vampire oh. guy. Yep. Oh, yep. they sparkle. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that's definitely what vampires do. Uh, yeah, that, that is the sound of studio desperation. <laughs> Kids, quickly, we need 20 cc's of reputation. Stat! <laughs> There's going to be a pun on it by now. Guys alive! Robert Battinson. <laughs> oh, I'm lost now. Yeah, sorry, that we went on a tangent. Um, Tangents happen. That's what I'm mean, actually I, ready to catch everybody with. Pathway. Ta- ask me about pathway. 
What's oh, Pathway? What's Pathway? Tell us about Pathway, Ferg. Come <laughs> on, I never thought you'd ask. So Pathway? <laughs> if this is your new cult, you can stop. Not again. <laughs> uh, not that Pathway, but it's it a pyramid will scheme. make you want to go for a... Again, set in a sort of 1920s feel, uh, pixelated mashup. You have a three to four person team wandering through various parts of the world. It's a pixelated adventure. It's turn by turn again. It's dead simple, but it's horribly addictive. Uh, you keep on burping, uh, bumping into Nazi Germans, and then you start finding yourself on a somewhat mystical trail, finding uh, like ancient machines that, well, they don't belong to anybody and need to get them out of the way. It's a beautiful little game, very much in the, the, the sense of FTL, but instead totally set in a desert. Go for your life. All that cool stuff. Um, it's got a very pulp feel. It, it kind of lends to all of those early stories by Warren Ellis. Um, mm. It's sort of a, a sense of uh, adventure, you know, you, you oh, Solomon Kane. That no, not Solomon Kane. Um, uh, Minds of King Solomon. That's the blighter. Sorry. Uh, yes. Nice. King Solomon's Minds. Alan Quatermain. Yes, that that's the Fisher. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic story. It's it's just a small little game. It's going to be cheap as chips. If you find it on sale, just booyah. But seriously, uh, if you just want something that's Great for taking out a bit of stress and just level up characters, shoot stuff, come up with cool mini tactics. Pathway is an absolute win. Reminds me of, um, do you remember Yoda stories in the Indiana Jones game? It was a bit like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I had both of those. They were great, actually. The old LucasArts games. Oh, there was a lot about LucasArts computer games that was great. Uh, we, we've been replaying a lot of Monkey Island recently. Oh, nice. Because occasionally we'll, we'll play games as a family, so me, my wife, and my daughter will all play a game together. So one of us will drive, and then the rest of us will, will backseat adventure. Um, <laughs> awesome. So we've done, like, we've done Mist, Riven, and then we've done Monkey Island and Return to Monkey Island. Oh, Nice. <laughs> You can get Cursed Among Callan now on Steam as well, which is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I got all of them as a bundle from uh, Good Old Games. Speaking oh, nice. of Mist, have you played Abduction? Yes. Uh, no, this is the one you were telling me about, the yeah, Cyan Worlds game from a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that came free on another Games Pass classic and yeah I've played some of it and it does have a lot of the same feel it's yeah I'm going to have to give that a go because I love the Cyan yeah. Worlds games yeah we should play it in v- it originally came out on VR really? yes wow yeah, it's a VR game which is probably what I'll get it for and I'll get it on the PC for the Oculus nice give it a go but yeah, so yeah, I've been playing a, a lot of old games. So I've kind of I went back and I replayed uh, Life is Strange again, which is just oh, cool. a talking oh, game. I like Life is Strange. Yeah, I love it because I played Life is Strange 2. And while it was great, it wasn't as good. So I kind of went back and uh, replayed Life is Strange again. It's great. And then luckily the third volume of the graphic novel just came out as well. So I've got that today. Hey. 
Excellent. It's funny you should mention old game because one that's just popped up on my, uh, like the oldest one that I've actually very recently played was Slave Zero. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Call that beauty. Yeah. No. Yeah. Slave Zero, third-person shooter. Old, lovely, lots of explosions. Simple as all hell. Just, it looked kind of cool. <laughs> it's just pure... <laughs> It's absolutely pure retro uh, and reminds me that I've noticed that someone is remaking Walker from no the 500 is. days. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, um, that's another remake that's coming out as well. They're oh? doing Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which was... Uh, an RPG that kind of went under the radar on the Xbox 360. And it had Todd McFarlane involved doing like character models and stuff, but they're yeah. printing it all up and re-releasing it, I think in September. And, and it was actually a load of fun. I loved it. I still haven't it played was... it and I've got it in my Steam library. No, it's still hours of my life. I don't yeah, even know where yeah. it went. Loads to do on that game. It was you? You really felt like you were actually going for a wander through all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, really uh, deep lore to the world, wasn't there? Yeah, it, it, it was wonderful just to be able to kind of wander off into a biome, pick up lore from there, and go. Actually, you know what? That wasn't difficult to actually dredge through. It wasn't like I've been overloaded with information. Yeah. But by the time I've got to the end of it, I get the general gist. <laughs> oh, there's some. Oh, and there's some loot at the end with something to hit. Bosh, loot. Ah, done. Next <laughs> Loved it. Absolutely. Well, while we're on the subject of old games being remade, uh, Destroy Humans is due. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh cool. The complete revamp, apparently. Never played that. It was awesome. What is it? That was great on the PS2. Yeah, yeah, loads of fun. <laughs> Flying around abducting people and throwing cows at people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Basically, it's Mars Attacks, the video game. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. But this oh, well, one's I'm... getting a, a full revamp on You've the graphics. have also got uh, Mafia remastered, which looks interesting. Oh, so yeah, they've, done, they've, they've already done one. Uh, is it they've already done one? They're just about to finish doing number two. No, they done. Uh, they remastered two, but I don't think they really did that much. And supposedly remastered a three, but I think three. Oh, they did. Three. Yeah, I went back. I played. Oh, yes. It, it's it, it runs. It's pretty badass, like Mafia a, Three. It, it's absolutely beautiful. Still, it runs like a dream. It's just. They've just basically taken out all the uh, any of the nuts and bumps. So, you know, it, certain collision issues don't occur, but it, it's all the classic kind of patches you'd expect to see after a game's been out for as long as it has. And they delivered. It's absolutely spotless. I tried to take corners, and I broke my vehicles exactly as I was expecting to. <laughs> Across people's face. <laughs> I tell you what I'm really excited about uh, is Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah. Hell yes. Mm. Mm. Excuse me. I, I know you can't actually hear this. 
that's me rubbing my thighs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, I know, like, I've got a friend who loves Baldur's Gate, and he, like me, plays it religiously every couple of years, but he's sort of very negative about it because... He's like, the combat's not going to be the same and all this kind of stuff. But it's you're kind of like, well, you know, it is 2020. Maybe we need to move on. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's still and, isometric. Know. You know, like it, the I Divinity mean, guys did a good job with Divinity 2. You know, yes, it might not be the same as the original Bioware games. It is going to be different. But I like the concept. You know, you're getting these, what are they called? Those worm things in your brain at the start. It, uh, it, they're basically using fifth edition rules, and now, I mean, I have to confess, the last books that I have bought in Britain were the Player's Handbook, the Dungeons Master's Guide, and the Monsters Manual in English. Everything else now, actually, from this point on, needs to be in German because I've got to learn <laughs> it like a fucking wrecking ball. Nice. Um, but I've got these three books. I've gone over the rules. I'm, I'm really, really kind of belting away because I'm really hoping that if I don't, for whatever reason, have much in the way of communications, I can still role-play by audio at least. Um, nice. And apparently Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be like the Bioware games were reliant on the D20 system from the 3.5 era. This is going to be dropping itself quite nicely into uh, fifth edition rules. So if you acquaint yourself with the rule books and it's anywhere near as capably done as its predecessors, like the Pools of Radiance games from way back when, all the way back to the Dragonlance games, they keep playing it this way. This absolute genius system will come through. Because uh, I, I actually, I'm going to say it out loud. I like Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. And as a keystone to the industry, fucking nice job, yo. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, if you think you're running a campaign, can I book my slot in now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> kill. Yes, certainly. <laughs> you, have I... to play, you have to play like lawful good. <laughs> oh no! Don't make me. You know I'm always chaotic neutral. No, no. You have to play lawful good. You're all playing paladins. Welcome to the Valley of Evil Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> You oh, can start really? with a d- uh, dagger with minus four damage. <laughs> the thing is, I'd, I'd be interested to see you run a game because um, I've played D&D before and it was fine. It was okay, but it's just very mechanic focused and the yeah. the, the role playing side wasn't really... Uh, wasn't really touched upon in the way that personally I'd like and, and you certainly seem to like the role-playing aspect of role-playing games, which tends to... Yeah, I guess it depends on the GM and the, and the people. I'm playing a D&D campaign at the moment that's basically Fantastic Voyage or Inner Space, yeah. but in D&D, we've all been shrunk and injected into a dragon. <laughs> oh, Amazing. Nice. Brilliant. Uh, I'm playing a bard, a goth bard from Ravenloft. <laughs> Genius. 
Actually, the, the reason why I've actually I'm completely off topic here, but the reason why I've actually purchased these books is because despite the fact that I have been running games for years, and I mean years, I am actually the happy, happiest chap because it turns out um, I actually bought a D&D 5th edition book years ago for a young lass that I know that uh, has been timid of recent and has finally found people she hangs around with, and she has asked me to GM a game for four girls. And I couldn't have been more honoured. So I've literally bought up the books just so I could run the game for them because they've been... I mean, coronavirus has been an absolute killer for them, so... Yeah, I, I can't tell you how fucking honoured I am to actually be running for four girls. No boys. No. Oh, God, yes. Never, never have I been this lucky. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, they're absolutely lovely kids and they're inquiring minds, smart as clout, and I, oh, it, it's, it's going to be wonderful getting back into Dungeons and & Dragons and with Baldur's Gate. Three, I'm just thinking, I hear a calling. TSR seems to be singing in the wind again. And all these Oh, man, I, I, I've oh. got to say, from, from watching the videos of Baldur's Gate 3, it looks awesome. Like, the story looks good. It's got really, like, real verticality in a lot of stuff. So it's kind of got that Divinity Original Sin 2 thing where you can kind of interact with the environment a lot. You can go about things another way. But, I mean, some of the, the videos I've seen are so interesting because you can go into this one place by just climbing along these beams above everyone below. And you can, you know, there's so many ways to do stuff. It's very, very cool. Well, unfortunately, with Larian Studios, they tend to do early access, which is fine because it's always good, but it's kind of going to be a slow trickle. Uh, right. But I think, I think they're hoping that they might release early access in August, I think. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. There you go, August 2020, supposedly, nice. depending on on uh, on the virus. I'm not sure if we can say the word of the virus, or is that that's just YouTube that you're not allowed to say the word of the virus, right? What? What? Too late. Oh, maybe yeah. I, I really? think I think on really? YouTube you're not allowed to say COVID. Oh right. Uh, because Shut they'll. The fuck up. I, I can't remember why that was, but I think I think that's the reason a lot of people are saying the virus, or they're saying like, um, it 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 might be to do with misinformation. I I don't know, but to be honest, if you watch like government news, that tends to be misinformation as well. So I don't really know <laughs> what the difference. Is. Yeah, I think to get the real news, you have to not be in this country. Yeah, or the United that States of fine. America. <laughs> This will be going out on my site and I won't be censoring it. No, it's okay. We're okay. We can well, say COVID. When I listen to it back, this section's just going to be beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh, there's somebody knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Ah! <laughs> it's coming back out of the beating on me. Right, gentlemen. So, should we mm. think about wrapping this up? Yeah, we can do. We can yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. But um, we'll probably have a slightly more structured uh, podcast in the future. 
Um, but it's been it's kind of been a nice episode to just kind of Catch talk up. about, yeah, talk about what we've been playing and and all of that because, yeah, it's been a weird time. It's been a weird time. It's cool. Cool. Ended, well, yeah. yeah, hopefully, yeah, ho- hopefully we'll be back and try and maybe do some stuff on the Twitch channel and things as well. Yeah, yeah be good. Yeah, yeah. be yeah. good. We should definitely do that. Uh, XCOM playthrough. Oh, the, the XCOM two narration. <laughs> that that needs to happen on more of the yeah. shows. And... Stay stay tuned for that. <laughs> awesome. Well, on that note, we will catch you guys quite soon. And uh, I've been Monsieur Steph. We've had Mr. Rame. Good evening, everyone. Mr. Fergus. Greetings and salutations. Mr. Dead Reckoning. Hey. Of course, the one and only Mr. Spindles. Thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>